couple of months ago, we started the conversation, Kingdom Dynamics. We've covered a lot of ground. And just so you remember that we are still talking about the kingdom in the month of January 2022, we are starting a new sub-series that I have called Kingdom Takeover. Kingdom Takeover. Father, we are here. Teach us. Change us. Transform us. Jesus alone glorified. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. Mm. We are going to be blessed this evening. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. Revelation chapter 11 and verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded, and there were great voices in heaven, saying, the kingdoms of this world are become they 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 something that happens in the final analysis the 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 game that the last time you checked it looked like this team had no chance severely being defeated and embarrassed is giving us a picture of the final score something happens in between your last check and the final score nothing really is the is 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 a prophetic awakening and quickening of god's children to begin to live the life of the kingdom to begin to reign and bring dominion to the world by active priesthood and by aligning with kingdom ways somebody say glory to god so the announcement in the final analysis is that the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our lord and of his christ and he jesus the king of glory he shall reign forever and ever and ever and ever somebody say glory to god hmm. i don't know about you i've been blessed so far but this 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 evening and this month we're changing gears very swiftly we're going like from 100 to <laughs> to 1 million and our focus in the month of January, Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit. There is a strong anointing on the word. I want to encourage you, please do not fight God's word this evening. Open up your heart and ask the Holy Spirit, if it is not scriptural and if it is not the Spirit of God, fling it fast. But if it is, open up your heart to embrace this truth. This is the foundation for a successful 2022. If I were you, I will take this teaching seriously, especially this first one. I will take it seriously. I'm, I, I know I'm listening live now. I'm already making plans to listen again tomorrow and next tomorrow. That Between now and next Wednesday, I would have listened at least five times. These are the foundations, the secrets for a successful 2022, and I do not speak as a man. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 29. Hmm. It says, I believe you have your Bibles. It says, and I believe you have your notes ready to capture God's thoughts to you. It says, seest thou a man hmm, diligent in his business. It says, he shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before, in the KJV, it says before mean men. Some other versions say mere men. Other versions say obscure men. Some other versions say unknown men. Look at it. Let's look at it again. I know you know this verse. I know you know it very well. But now that we are talking about the kingdom, I want you to read this verse again. It's going to be a short service. The reason why it's short is because it is concentrated for those who are oldies, oldies from back in the days, I, I, I've not seen those drinks. Maybe I've not looked for them. Probably they still exist. We used to have these concentrated, they call them fruit juices. They're essentially chemical concentrates. Nothing fruity, nothing juice about them. Heavily concentrated. Even a drop can make a, a cup sweet enough. The word this evening is concentrated. I want you to open, I'm, I'm repeating this so that you can know that the year has started. 
It says, seest thou a man? Our previous approach to reading this scripture, we, we focused on the wrong person in this verse. Now that the Lord has opened your heart and opened your mind to a conversation about kingdom living, that you are representative of a king in the earth, that you have been called to reign and your designation is not, is, is, is not refugee, is not even permanent resident, is not even ordinary citizen, you have been invited and in, inculcated into a royal family with a mandate to reign. With a, can, can we just pause there and, and take this prophetic declaration that by the grace of God, I activate my mandate to reign. I activate my mandate to reign in life. I activate my mandate to reign in life. I am representative of a kingdom. It is a glorious kingdom. Therefore, I reign gloriously in the earth to the glory of my king. So shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Do not forget in this same conversation about the kingdom, we've talked about skill and diligence. But this is not the, this is not the scripture for it. Because in this scripture, depending on the lens you use, there are three men. If you probe a bit deeper, you see four men in this scripture. In the past, our emphasis has been on the diligent man, not knowing that the calling upon your life is that of king. So, I can see the spirit of God shifting you and say, oh, I've been looking at the wrong person. I already have the oil of God upon my life. Diligence and skill by the spirit already resident here. I am not the diligent man standing before kings. I am the king. Oh boy, glory to God. Somebody seen it. I am the king that diligent men stand before. Before you get excited, let's break this down. Let's read it one more time, allowing light to flood our hearts. See as thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings, the ones who will accept the royal invitation to rule and to reign. If you won't accept, you have the, the, the permission to be one of the other three men in this verse. It shall not stand before mean men. So what are the men in this verse? Seest thou a man. So number one is a man. Diligent in his business. Number two is the one who is diligent. He shall stand before kings. Number three is the king, the one who understands and executes dominion. And he shall not stand before men or mere men. Number four, mere men, obscure, unknown. Hmm. People stand before them too, hmm. but not diligent men. Boy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, um, when I was very, 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 very young in elementary school, or what they would call junior, junior school here, I think some actually use elementary school here, you would hear things like, this, this, this is how our teachers bullied us was literally bullying. They, they thought it was motivation, but it was bullying. You would hear things like, in the future, we are going to need pepper sellers. We are going to need drivers. Society, we still have thieves. Poor people, broke people. All right? It says, and we're going to have doctors, engineers, lawyers. And they will ask us, which one are you going to be? Someone say, my teachers didn't ask me that well. <laughs> my own teachers did. And that, they were framing our young minds as though the options on the table. Proverbs 22 verse 29 is, 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 is early in 2022 is saying to you the options on the table. That PD has been teaching kingdom and that you mentally, mentally agree that this kingdom theme is, is true. It will not automatically mean that men will stand before you until you begin to take responsibility for dominion. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 in the New Living Translation. We'll come back to these two verses. I'm laying bricks for 2022. 
And what the Spirit of God is showing me is, is using a big armor to begin to chisel things into shape in your heart and in your mind. Getting you ready for the level of dominion is preparing you, preparing me for in 2022. Hear me, child of God. It's not going to be business as usual. It's not going to be business. It, it could be because there is a choice to make. We will either decide to remain men. We will either decide to be just hard-working, hard-working, which is where a lot of people are hard-working, rat-race, diligent men, hard-working, rat-race, diligent women, or we will choose to be kings that will rule by dominion or even the alternative he calls them unknown men what does it mean to be unknown and to have people <laughs> bowing to you boy Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18 in the New Living Translation it says remember the Lord your God this, 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 we are already talking about that how kings will reign now remember the Lord your God he's the one who gives you power in the KJV says to get wealth. The word wealth and prosperity, they've become trigger words in the body of Christ today. And the devil loves it. He loves it. It's been abused, bastardized, that a lot of us don't even want to talk about it sincerely. If I had my way, if not that it is God's will for you, I'll just leave it. God bless them anyways. If it's your, but it doesn't happen anyways. It happens deliberately by taking responsibility. Has it been abused? Yes. Is it being abused as we speak right now? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Big yes. So I love the rendition of the NLT. So it opens your mind to wider vistas. This is not about money. This is about dominion. It gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed to your ancestors with an oath. He's saying God swore. The swearing that God swore, if you will see the actualization, the fulfillment of the tenets of that covenant, he says it will involve you being successful. You not being successful, it, it represents God in that original covenant as a liar. Now, so that he will not be a liar, he gives you the power to be successful. What you do with that power is now dependent on how much responsibility you will take, whether to be a man, to be a rat race diligent man, to be unknown, obscure, or to rule by dominion. And I join my hands and agree with everyone under the sound of my voice that in the year 2022, in accordance with God's word, we will take over. We will take over. Come on, is that the best amen you've got? I said we will take over. We will arise to our responsibility and rule in all facets of life. We will bring dominion to our world. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hmm. I wish I could draw this. I wish I could draw this. The next slide in my notes, essentially, is a table I made. So let's do an exercise. Let's do an exercise. Um, I think it's next week we'll get into this. It is, in, in today's world, it is impossible to, to have a deep dive, understanding or study on the conversation of the kingdom of God without referring to the revelations that God gave to his servant. The doctor, Miles Morrow of blessed memory now. In the early days of his ministry, he began to speak about purpose, discovering your potential, discovering your potential. And towards the later part of his life, it was as though he was shouting on the rooftops, kingdom, 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 kingdom. That is what Jesus preached. That is what we should be preaching. Kingdom, 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 kingdom. Hmm. Many today still distracted, unlearning, unlooking, unknowing, ignorant. Hmm. And even those who have been taught the kingdom. See, it's one thing to be taught the kingdom. It's another thing to take responsibility for dominion. It's an, it's an entirely different thing to take rest that I will rule. I will bring dominion in this sphere. I begin to make a list of spheres. Health. I must reign and rule in this area of health. 
Wealth, I must reign and rule in this area of wealth. Matters of the anointing, I must rule and reign in this area. In my family, in my marriage, I must rule and reign. In. See, the enemy is just optimistic that they can't, they, they will get tired. They won't reign in all areas. Boy, isn't God raising a generation that will prove the devil wrong and say there are people, there are people thoroughly furnished, thoroughly baked, thoroughly equipped by my spirit and they do dominion right. They do priesthood right. They are kings and priests. Somebody say glory to God. All right. So I said we are discussing four men. If you can in your notes make a table with these four men. Remember, the first one is a man. Number two, a diligent man. So you have a table, a man, a diligent man. He's hardworking. He's hardworking. He's a good man. He wants to, to have this job. He just wants to earn a living. He doesn't mind waking up at 4, getting back at 8 p.m. Doesn't know that a, a large chunk of his time, which is his life, and which equates to destiny, there is a plan to use his diligence as an excuse to rob him of destiny. Hmm. But he just loves it. His prayer points are, Father, hmm. boy. A man, a diligent man, the obscure man, obscure, is, is very close to a king, but he's not known. He's not known in the courts. He's not on everyone's register of citizens. Where has results? How can, how can he have results? Somebody's already getting where we are going. Because this whole idea of, this, if this is why Jesus died, yes. If you look at the Forbes list today, I, I don't know what number you need to get to before you clock the first Christian or the first confessing Christian who may or may not be born again. Maybe just their families is a historically Christian family. These are, these, these are obscure men that have men bowing to them, but they are not known in the courts of heaven. However, you and I have been invited to, to, boy, oh boy, I am really praying someone is listening with the ear of the Spirit and receiving responsibility. See, accepting it in your mind as this is God's will for me unlocks and makes the grace available. If you excuse yourself, this is for some of them. So how is your table looking? You have your four... On the other side, now we're going across. We're going horizontal now. Horizontal. I would have used rows and columns, but sometimes we're not sure which one is row, which one is column. All right. So let's use vertical and horizontal. A man, a diligent man, an obscure or unknown man, a mean, mere man, and then kings. And then on the three rows, you make three lines. The number one, principles. Hmm. Number two, potential. Number three, purpose. Number three, purpose. Don't worry, we'll dig this. This is our, this is our work <laughs> for January. This is our work. We won't, we won't rush it. We won't rush it. You won't even believe. Already, I am rounding up. I want, I want to plant words in your heart. I want to plant fire in your bones. I want, to, I want to shift something on your inside that has sat comfortably for decades. I want to rattle it by the Spirit this evening. That is the goal. It, it doesn't have to be long. It just has to be fierce. A man, a diligent man, an obscure, mean, unknown, mere man, mere mortal, and then kings. A man, just a man, doesn't have any understanding of principles, has no understanding of potential, has no understanding. See, you will find yourself and you will trust God for a shift unless you don't want to be sincere. That is a man. That verse doesn't even dignify talking about this man because that man has another name in the book of Proverbs. All right, somebody got that. 
No understanding of concept of principles. No understanding of concept of potential. No understanding of concept of purpose. So under that man, principle, you put minus. Potential, minus or dash. Purpose, dash, a man. Let's go to a diligent man. This is the hard-working middle class and this is what governments are incentivized to produce with our educational system. Diligent, hard-working, middle class, but with no kingdom mindset for owning. It's, it is modified slavery. And I'm hoping somebody will hear it anyways. I, I, I won't do the, sh- the shaking. This, it's God's word that will do the shaking. A diligent man doesn't know principles. He knows work, muscle, hard work. So under principles for the diligent man, you put dash. Understands potential. If I work harder, I can earn more. If I do five jobs, hmm. It's just that they won't won't really see me in church, but this 2022, this 2022, (laughs) This 2022, hmm, I must do this, I must do this, I must do that. And the way I will do that is, ah, this first job, this other shift work, this other one. They, they, they have traded their soul for prosperity that is offered on a platter to kings. So they have a consciousness of potential. Give them plus for potential. For purpose, there's no meaning to it. There's no meaning to life. There's no, they don't understand the purpose of time which is why they will readily trade it for peanuts with due respect. So the man, no understanding of principles. No understanding of principles doesn't mean they are not aware. But they repeatedly, repeatedly break principles and they are just trusting some mystical occurrence. Which is, it has become the laziness of the Pentecostal church today. A repeated disrespect for principles. And we are just like, oh, spirits move. Boy. And there's king, there's, there's, there's. Thank you, Jesus. Thank, thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for sending us your word this early. Diligent man, dash principles, understands potential. We can get some things done. Purpose. Dash. Who is an obscure man? The obscure unknown one is the one who understands principles and understands that this God is righteous enough to allow anyone, hear me, whosoever will align with principles will see the results that those principles deliver. Anyone who will align with the principles of wealth creation will build wealth. Whether they are born again, whether they are Muslim, whether they are Buddhist, whether they are Hindu, whether they are agnostic, whether they are atheist, they will. Hear me, hear me, and our world is living proof of that. If you will abide by the, in fact, more so, you see, some unbelievers understanding this principle a lot more. You see the giving pledge by some of the world's richest billionaires when some so-called believers are arguing about tithes and offerings. You see people donating billions. They understand the principle of giving and receiving. Many of them have aligned with the principles of wealth creation. They don't know God. They don't even want to know God. Whoever he is, somehow, is righteous enough to allow us to continue to see results because we abide by principles. One of the most common examples I'm sure you've heard is the basic law, principle of gravity. If an anointed man, a Buddhist, and an atheist go to the top of the CN Tower and three of them jump down. Trick question, how many will land on the floor? (laughs) God has righteously, righteously left principles intact. If you align with them, you see guaranteed, repeatable, reproducible results. So if your life's obsession is wealth creation, like that of many obscure unknown men is, which is not what God has called you to be. Hear me? Yes, God wants you prosperous. God wants you wealthy. But if that is your life's obsession, if that is your life's goals, and you can rightfully find the right principles, you will create that wealth at the expense of your soul. And the Bible calls you an obscure man. 
You will have employees. You will have people working for you. You have people call you sir. People call you ma. You will fly in your first class. You will own your private jets. But you will have this big gape of emptiness that sometimes you will prefer how things used to be when you had real friends, when you had real relationships, when life had sense, when you didn't feel like ending it all. And it, it, everybody's admiring you. You had the talk of town. Scripture calls you mere man, unknown, obscure. So let's return to our table. The obscure man understands and maximizes principles. Doesn't understand the potential of them. And definitely no purpose. No purpose. In fact, that's the main fault with the obscure man. No purpose. It really, I'll put plus or minus for potential for the obscure man. The biggest issue is a lack of purpose. And then for kings, glory to God. Ah, the, for, the, for the people I'm speaking to right now, for kings, for kings, we will reign, bring dominion when we begin to align. Hear me, child of God. We have broken principles for too long. 2022 must be the year we begin to fix up. Understanding and maximizing potential, plus for kings. Understanding purpose, plusest. <laughs> Somebody say glory to God. Somebody say glory to God. Where are you? Where are you? Who are you? Hmm. As we begin to round up this evening, I, want, I really want you to go back and soak in this word. And soak in this word. If the year is young, soak in this word on your knees, in your quiet places. Soak in this word by his spirit. A couple of verses just to convince you that the fact that it is possible to be successful, and that's really what we are discussing next week. We will break down success and the principles for success next week from kingdom perspective, not from the rat world's rat race definition. That it is possible that God's plan for you and for me is to rule and to reign. And it is very possible that we will live lives worse than the lives of peasants. And it will not be on God. It will be on us. Psalms chapter 82. You won't believe it. I am literally rounding up now. Psalms chapter 82 verse 5 to 7. The rest of my agenda this evening is to convince you that God wants you to be king. To be king understanding and aligning with principles, discovering and maximizing potential in accordance with the original purpose of the king of glory. That is what it means to be known. Psalms chapter 82, verse 5 to verse 7. It says they know not. Hmm. They know not that they've, they've not been called to a rat race life. They know not. It says neither will they understand that there's something called kingdom living, dominion over everything. Boy, haven't you been blessed by lessons from the life of Abraham, lessons from the life of David? We are going to tie up this entire series, zooming into dominion in the life of Christ as a possibility for the believer on earth today. Somebody say glory to God. It says they know not. Neither will they understand. They walk on in darkness. As far as I'm concerned, that's the, that's the most painful part of this scripture. It is darkness, but nobody bothered looking for light. They just continued. It says they walk on. Oh, happy new year, happy new year. They've come again. It, it, they are just continuing. No, nobody paused to say something different must happen this year. I've seen it in God's word. Something, something different must happen this year. It says they walk on. They walk on. Tweeting away. Facebook in a way. Instagram in a way. In their darkness. They walk on. Will anybody stop and cry for light? Will anybody say this is the year that... This is the year. Or unless this takeover will just be a tag. They walk on in darkness. I, I don't know how to read that phrase and continue. It breaks my heart. And I'm looking in words now. I'm not even pointing fingers. How have I been in ignorance and I've just walked on? Say one day. One day things will change. Hey, One day light, light will just show up magically. 
One day, God will just bring to pass all of his promises that he's given us the entire land of Canada. He's given us souls one day. And we just walk on in darkness. He says all the foundations of the earth are out of course. He's saying that these people are disorderly, not, not aligning with principles. He says in verse 6, I have not changed my mind that they are gods. <laughs> I have given them my kingdom to rule and to bring dominion over. He says you are children of El Elyon, the most high. Verse 7, he says it is very possible to die like men. Do you know what that verse now means now? To die like men. He says it's possible to fall like one of the princes. Princes, there will be the ones who were not kings, unknown men. He says it is very possible. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that the spirit of the Lord will quicken and tweak something on your inside. That you will accept responsibility for dominion and responsibility for taking over in the name of Jesus. A man, a diligent man, an obscure man, kings who understand principles, align with them, explore them, exploit them, understand, discover, maximize the fullness of potential, and they know the purpose, original intent. Hmm. Deuteronomy 8 verse 18, I said I'll read it again. It says, remember the Lord your God. This is for kings now. If you are not a king, you, you don't have to remember him. You find other ways. There are other ways to do, to do dominion. It will end, we, we can tell you how it ends. It will be at the expense of your soul. You will use your soul to buy a name for yourself. The same name that God promised Abraham. He says, I will make your name great. I will bless you. I'll make you father of nations. God, is, God has an offer. The devil has an offer. The devil carried Jesus. He says, everything is mine. Bow, I will give you. And Jesus said, no, not like that. Not like that. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives you power to have true success. I think it was last week or in the final weeks of 2021 when PL was leading us. was telling us about true riches. It's not just about money, more money, cars, more, house, more, more cars, houses, more houses. House that the people inside are suicidal. Is that house? Is that wealth? Brand new car, Lamborghini, first class with emptiness. Is, is that life? I'm talking, about, I'm talking about real dominion here. I need you to begin to see the possibility of it and how God is committed to it on his own side. And how all you need to do first, first, is to accept responsibility. Then we begin to go deep into it. Accepting responsibility. Yes, I might be flying first class, but it will be with meaning, not with emptiness. I might be flying economy, it will be with meaning, not with emptiness. God is not just doing this because he wants to do it. He's saying there's a covenant at stake here. I made a promise and I'm faithful. I made a promise and I'm faithful. I have, if you want to walk out on the covenant, that's fine. He says, but on my own part, I, that I won't tell you about it. No, I'm too faithful to do that. What am I scared of? That I can't, I can't, I can't make good my word? No, I've been faithful. I've been faithful to the fathers. They looked to me. Their faces were radiant. They were not put to shame. I raised my servant, Abraham. I, ra I made him a king and a prophet. None of my words to him failed. I promised him he will be father of nations. Indeed, I blessed and seeded the whole world to him. What can I do? I call things that be not as though they were. I created the entirety of the universe with the words of my mouth. What can't I do? That will now start running away from covenant in 2022. I'm taking over. In the name of Jesus. Come on, say it like you believe it. I'm taking over. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hmm. I want to begin to whet your appetite for the rest of the month. I show you some scriptures that will, that will, that will allow you and allow me. As I hear me, you might not believe it. As I speak to you, I speak to myself also. That we must take responsibility for taking over and for living a life of dominion. 
I don't want to be in and out of sickness in 2022. If, if health and wellness is guaranteed in Zion and I'm in and out of sickness, the problem is not the constitution. That's how kings think. The problem is not the constitution. There is a dominion gap. There is a principle I'm breaking. There is an unmaximized potential or there is a missing purpose. That's how kings think. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. This is to let you know that God's desire is for you. To have good success and to be prosperous. This is not PD. This is not a KICC opinion. There are many ministries that would rather teach people that this is not God's plan for your life. God wants you broke and poor. The poorer you are, the nicer you will fit into the eye of the needle. And then you now enter into the, the way that is narrow. We don't preach that gospel here. We preach the old counsel of God. This book of the law, and I hope someone is getting the difference. I hope someone is not being confused. In one moment, it, in one moment it is this. Without that, that's the difference between kings and mere men. There is a purpose to the increase. There is a purpose to the plenty. There is, a, there, is, there is a sense of consciousness that I am representing a kingdom. This is not as it were my own kingdom. I am an ambassador here ruling and reigning dominion with a mandate. Remember, if you can remember, anybody can remember, to extend and to establish. To extend and to establish his kingdom in the earth. To make Jesus glorified and known and Lord in the hearts of men so that they also can see the call and the destiny as it dawned on you, child of God, that every person, every human around you has a destiny for their lives. It is a painful thought. Everyone, everyone, the assassin, with due respect, the drug addicts, the felons, in maximum prisons, the prostitutes, the ones society has written off, and even the ones society has not written off, that are living subpar. If it is subpar, it is subpar. If it is below destiny, it is below destiny. We've, we, we've bought the, con the, 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 the comfort of the rat race diligent man. Work hard, get a job, marry, have children, get a mortgage. And you, you still don't have time. And, and covenant is, is on your head, unfulfilled. Destiny is waiting for you. The nations connected to you are crying. When will you arise? Say, me, I'm just fine. Oh. <laughs> Somebody shout with me, I'm taking over. Come on, say it like you believe it. I'm taking over. Glory to God. This book of the Lord, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It shall not depart out of your mouth. Now, that's already talking about principles, which we are not talking about today. But I want you to see it. It says, but you will meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. It says, for then, this is now outcome, thou shalt make your way prosperous. Not I will. You will make yourself prosperous. You know, some people, some people understand principles so much. That they've accepted responsibility for results. God has done his part. His spirit is in me. There is grace available. Now it is on me. You can make decisions. That's why I'm telling you, child of God, decisions are powerful. Our decision as a church to wake up every day at five to pray, it is powerful. It has spiritual implications. If I wake up 5 a.m. every day to go to the gym, Every day to go to the gym and to lift weights, you would expect to see a difference after, after some time. If I wake up every day, 5 a.m., to go get double, double coffee and a nice creamy cheeseburger every day, you will expect to see a difference. Decisions have power and implications. This is how kings think. There are principles and I will accept responsibility. The law has been set in motion. I can break it all I want and confess all I want. You make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success. Good success. Good success. That's what the Bible calls. That's what kingdom success is called. It's called good success.
Because there's bad success. There's destructive success. You listen to some celebrities sometimes, it's as though they regret the success they had. I never in my life thought I would ever consider drugs. Never. But then came the fame, the glitz, the girls, the drinks, the money, the platforms so fast. I was packing in concert halls. I couldn't, my, my mind couldn't handle it. I got a coach. I got everything. It, at the end of the day, I ended in a rehab. And they're looking, what, what could I have done differently? Maybe it was this success. It was too much, too fast. And stories like that are pushing kings away from success, not knowing that we are going to be the definition of good success. Somebody say, glory to God. Hmm. So that scripture established that it is God's will for you and also gave us a little insight into principle. I want to give you another scripture that will establish that it is God's will for you and will give you a little insight into purpose. I'm reading from the NLT. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to verse 3. I can see the Spirit of God working on our minds, and I am grateful that this is how we are starting the year. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to verse 3. It says, soon afterwards, Jesus began a tour. Is that in your Bible? The King James uses a nice English. I love the way the New Living Translation renders it. It says, Jesus began a tour. He began a tour. He began to take over. He began a tour. It was a tour of nearby towns, going from city to city, villages, preaching and announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. He took his 12 disciples with him. So he's telling you that this, this, this flight arrangement, Jesus didn't say only one person will go. We can't afford it. Only two of us will go. We can't afford for the whole team to come. Only, is, is somebody getting it? Only, only, only four of us. Myself, Peter, James, and John will go for this tour. Why? It will have been nice for everyone to go, but you know, feeding budget, accommodation budget. We want to stay in a good hotel. We want to, to the, 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 the sound system, flyers, you know, all of those. It says in verse 2, along, somebody say along, <laughs> with some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. It says among them were Mary Magdalene from whom he had cast out seven demons. Joanna, I'm on verse 3 now, the wife of Chusa, Herod's business manager. Herod's business manager. Herod's business manager. Susanna, it says, and many others. Can you underline and many others in your Bible? Who were contributing from their own resources to support Jesus and his disciples. So the tour was sponsored. There are plenty at purpose. What tour have we not done? Because you decided to remain a man. What regions of Canada, what campuses have not received revival? Because you just say, I'll be a diligent man. Go to my nine to five, I'm fine. This prosperity thing, I'm pack it. Let's not mix mere men with kings. Let's not, let's not allow mere men convince us that prosperity is worldly and it's demonic. There, there, there are two currencies to trade and I'm jumping in many guns now. You will either use your soul in exchange for prosperity and you receive the tag mere men or you use the blood you use the blood and you align with principles, potential, and purpose and you bring even superior prosperity. And your own prosperity will bring meaning to lives. It has purpose to it. Somebody say glory to God. Second hmm. Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 in the Amplified Bible, I'm allowing the word to do the work. The word to do the work and begin to get your heart ready. To begin to get your heart ready. To begin to get your heart ready. Don't trade your soul to blue. Don't go the way of obscure men at the expense of your life's essence. Stay in the way of the gospel. Stay in the way of the kingdom. Align with his promises. And watch him do exploits with and through your life. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 in the Amplified. And God is able to make all grace, in brackets, 
every favor and earthly blessing. Every favor and earthly blessing. Earthly blessing. Our domain in ruling begins on earth. Earthly blessing. Earthly blessing. I agree with someone under the sound of my voice. 2022 early, you will be satisfied with favor. You will be satisfied with blessings. In the name of Jesus. It says God will cause it to come to you in abundance. This is God's word. It says so that you may always and under all circumstances, whatever the need be, you have the self-sufficiency, possessing enough to require no aid. That is my, my go-to. Possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. We'll do kingdom, we'll do charity. Hmm. Abundance, no aid, no support. PD 2022, we're going on TV. No aid, no support. The Lord has blessed us. It's time to move. Hmm. No aid, no support. It says the, the, the good things God plants in your heart. God's desire is that the reason is never resources. The good desires is planted in your heart. I don't know who is hearing me. You've documented some big plans. And you're already thinking resources. Please don't, don't, don't do that. Document it first. Begin to dance that God has made it possible. And you begin to methodically, methodically document the principles. Understand and appreciate the potential and how to maximize it and the purpose for which God has asked you to do it. Is it, is it to receive humanitarian award? Best in charity? <laughs> or is it for the advancement of his kingdom? Somebody say glory to God. Two more scriptures. Two more scriptures and then we'll bring this evening's service to a close. Genesis chapter 15 verse 13 and verse 14. Genesis chapter 15 verse 13 and verse 14. This is God having a conversation with Abraham. Scratch that. God having a conversation with Abraham. I'm sure we know the difference. Abraham father of many nations was the new name God gave Abraham. Sarah, mother of nations. Hmm. I don't even want to break <laughs> really that down. Sarah e. Abram was the name on the original birth certificates. His name was Abram. Yeah, Abram. Not yet changed. As early as Genesis 15 verse 13 and 14. Now, Isaac had not been born. In fact, Isaac was not sure at this point. But look at God declaring bold, big things already. Just the way he's saying concerning 2022. Some of you are just looking. PD, this PD, it doesn't, it doesn't really understand. doesn't understand how things are here for now. It doesn't. It doesn't really, really, really get it. All these big things he's talking about. I know he's a man of faith, but he's, he's a bit far from reality. <laughs> How, how far was <laughs> Genesis chapter 15, verse 13 and verse 14. Then he said to Abraham, he says, know certainly that your descendants, a man who is still expecting a child, we are talking descendants, will be strangers, slaves in a land that is not theirs. He says, and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. Verse 14. It says, and also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. It says, afterward. Now, this was many, many, many centuries before. Why was this detail important? Afterwards, they shall come out with great possessions. <laughs> great possessions. Great possessions. After years in slavery, great possessions. Does it sound like somebody's testimony that I've lived the rest of my life as a man? As, a, as, 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 a, as somebody trying to, to run through the rat race, breaking principles, just living life and trying to make ends meet, or as an obscure person, coming out of that life, being delivered, and says, I'm coming with great possessions because now the, the kingdom is, responsi is, is responsible for its ambassadors. Great possessions. As far back as when Abraham was Abraham. Can we now safely agree this matter is important to God? 
because of the purpose for the possessions. He uses it to fulfill covenant. He uses it for the advancement of his kingdom. Somebody say glory to God. Hmm. We round up with Matthew chapter 6, one more portion of scripture. I want you to take out time this evening, sometime tomorrow, between now and Wednesday, to go over that table. And you begin to trust God. And you begin to declare by prophecy the principles, the potential, the purpose that will make for absolute dominion. Dominion in my mind. Dominion in my mental transformation. Dominion in health. Dominion in finances. Dominion in parenting, if you're a parent. Dominion in marriage, if you're married. Dominion as a successful single that will live a life that is worthy of emulation and that is what scripture describes of the believer. Dominion in my Christian work. Dominion in the, in the weight of my words. That my decrees are not just, they are, they are not just contributions to space. They've actually been established. I'm seeing things happening. I begin to unlock the principles. This person said it. It happened. This person said it. It didn't happen. I, I can't go and say sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't happen. The kings will search out the matter. And we'll say, what, why did it happen here? What were the principles followed? Can you see how kingdom living is done? What were the principles broken here? How was purpose abused here? And I pray for you in accordance with God's word. 2022 indeed is our year of taking over. In the name of Jesus. Matthew chapter 6 verse 26 all the way to verse 33 as we round up this evening. Jesus is the one speaking here. He's speaking to you. He says, look at the birds. Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap. They don't gather into barns, yet your heavenly father, he feeds them. This is it for me, the next question. Are you not more valuable than they? Isn't there destiny on your life? Isn't there a purpose for your existence? Isn't there potential locked up into you? Haven't you been called to rule, to reign, to execute dominion? Why are you living like, like, the, like the diligent man rat race? Let me show you the rat race life. He says, so why do you worry about clothing? Designer. Blowing. He says, why do you worry? He says, consider the lilies of the field. is bringing you a dimension of beauty now. Excellence to live in. He says, look at how they grow. They don't toil. They don't toil. They don't toil. They don't do the rat race. They are not saying, ah, Pastor, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was really hoping I would serve God in 2022, but man, Pastor, I'm now working five jobs. You're working five jobs, joint annual income. I, I, I don't intend to, to throw stones, but stretch your minds. There's more. Child of God, there's more to this. There's more to, God didn't bring you here to do five jobs. He didn't bring you here to do four jobs. He didn't, he didn't bring you here to die doing shifts. He brought you here to rule and to reign. Will you just accept it? They don't toil. They don't spin. It says, and yet, I say to you, even Solomon. Jesus should have used another example. Solomon? 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 Jesus used the highest of the highest. In all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. It says, now, you've got so close the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven. Will he not much more clothe you? Oh, you of little faith. This is God's word to us in KICC Canada, verse 31. Therefore, do not worry. Saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? He says, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, don't. You will call it diligence. You will call it being responsible. You will call it, it is really a rat race trap. He says, don't go that route. He says, after these things to the unbelievers, the unknown obscure this is what they seek after it says for your heavenly father knows a proper kingdom knows all the ambassador needs to appropriately represent that king it says but seek first the kingdom of god hmm. seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness it's a matter of priority don't, don't stop chasing after things that should be chasing after you you, you run the risk of being in the right race and getting stuck there. That's not God's will for you. He says, and all these things, 
All these things shall be added to you. I'm, I'm, I'm not about to deprive you of them. I am glad that you've prioritized my kingdom. And I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this evening that indeed 2022 is your year of taking over. In the name of Jesus. Why don't you just say, Father, thank you for your word. It's our first dive in the year 2022 and it has come. I don't know about you. I am challenged by God's word. I don't want to get stuck in the rat race. I don't want to be a breaker of principles. I don't just want to be another existence. I don't want to be a statistic. He came, he showed up, he left. Ah, not me. Not me. Not me. Not, not, with, the, not with the amount of the investment of the grace of God upon my life. I'm going to arise in my fullness to dominion and I'm going to begin to rule, 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 rule. Aligning with principles, maximizing potential, bringing the purpose, original intent of my king to four. That is my life in 2022. And it begins right now. Come on, say it with me. I am taking over. I am taking over. Grace is multiplied to me. I am breaking away from mere existence. I am breaking away from the rat race. I am breaking away from the materialistic pursuit. I am breaking away from the soulless prosperity that the enemy is dangling. The riches and the kingdoms of this world. I know the final analysis. They belong to my king. Therefore, I will stay with his kingdom. I will stay with his way. I will stay with his principles. And by his grace, I will be all that he says I will be. Thank you, gracious Father. We give you the glory. Thank you because like Amar, your word has come. We will not remain. It will not just trigger us for some minutes, but we will be chiseled into the image that you would have us be. Thank you, gracious Father. Before I bring this service to a close, I want to pray with someone under the sound of my voice. It's the first Wednesday of the year. Or whenever else you are listening to this, maybe on one of the podcasts, and you've not accepted Jesus as Lord of your life, today is a perfect day. Today, the day you are listening to me, is a perfect day. I want to pray with you. That's the introduction to the kingdom life. You are saying, oh, I know many successful people. Yeah, I know too. Oh, I know many wealthy people. Yeah, I know too. They don't even rate Jesus. We are not even talking about not being serious. They don't rate it. I know but that's not what you've been called to this is not a call to money a call to blow no this is a call for for the destiny of your soul eternally and the beginning of that reign here on earth that there is a kingdom way and the other ways will you choose Jesus will you say yes to him I want to pray with you please say with me Lord Jesus I believe you are the son of God thank you for dying for my sins Thank you for taking my place in the grave. Thank you because on the third day, victoriously, you rose from the grave. I ask, this moment, yeah, we are doing it together. I ask, this moment, that you come live in me. That you come live through me. And you give me the grace to live for you. Thank you for your supply of your spirit. Thank you for writing my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Glory to God. Father, I agree with your sons and with your daughters under the sound of my voice making this decision. Some for the first time, some others rededicating their lives. I ask, Father, by the authority of scriptures that their sins are forgiven and their names are engraved in you, the Lamb's book of life. They will go from glory to glory. None of them will return to the vomit that they have left. They will grow to be giants in your kingdom, bringing many unto salvation in the name of jesus thank you gracious father all glory and honor be unto your name i pray and release the blessing over your children as your word has been sent forth by your servant indeed we agree we receive it and we declare it that beginning in january 2022 is our year of taking over in the name of jesus every promise every promise every possession that has been bequeathed to us by the one who owns the world and all that is daring the one who has the heart of kings in his hands and turns 
runs it whithersoever he wills, the one who is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing to abound towards us in abundance. I pray, Father, beginning early in this year, let your children begin to walk in that abundance. In the name of Jesus, every deal with the pit of hell to remain obscure, to remain in the rat race, to remain just a normal existence. I pull and shift your children out of it and I decree by prophecy that these ones will arise and begin to reign. They will arise and begin to bring dominion in the spheres you have placed them, in education, in politics, in governance, wherever they have been planted, they will begin to reign and bring dominion in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, because it is done. We give you all the glory. For in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Come on, come on. If you've been blessed this evening, let's celebrate the goodness of the Lord. Let's celebrate salvation. Let's celebrate transformation. If you can, jam those ends together. Give the Lord a big shout. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.